Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. We are doing this podcast from uh, Waterworld, which is our future. Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> we all live in now. We're underwater yes. here. <laughs> No, no, no. My, my building just installed a uh, pool. It's an indoor swimming pool. It's, yeah. the, it's the entirety of the of the, the basement at the um, sacrifice of the water heater, which, you know, <laughs> that was a choice we made. <laughs> I uh, Taylor, I don't think I need to tell you this. Um, please don't swim in your basement. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I uh, I, I saw the, the street uh, down the street from mine. My street's on a bit of an incline, luckily, but at the bottom of it, there was a there was a temporary lake and there were kids playing it. And I was like, Oh no, no, no. no. All the Vibrio infections we're about to see. I saw (laughs) Huntington experience some, uh, very rare once in a lifetime flooding on Monday. Uh, and there were people, it was on my campus mostly actually where, where the city got flooded and people were using canoes and kayaks to get to, to get to class, to get Mm -hmm. down the street. Um, thankfully they then canceled evening classes so people could stop doing that but there were still people rafting down the middle of like third avenue it was uh at least like two feet of water it it was a an onion we have flooded here before in huntington but it's been like the river overflowed and it was sort of that like we we saw it as it was coming this was a an unpredicted like totally hit us by surprise like the river didn't flood Mm -mm. that we just overpowered the Drainage Sewage, systems, drainage, I guess, I don't know. is how that works. Yeah, I'm not a civil engineer. I was in a, I was in a class from four to five fifteen, and as soon as I got into class, I was like, "Man, it's raining really hard." And by the time I got out, it wasn't raining as hard. But as soon as I walked out of the building, I was like, "Oh, oh no, the the sidewalk. There's a foot of water here. I'm <laughs> my jeans, my shoes are gonna be ruined. What do I do? I how do I walk to my car?" My jeans and shoes were in fact ruined. Been, it was awful. I've just been so worried about. I've seen. I've seen people rafting. I've seen people chilling, just like laying out, like mm-hmm. it was a pool. I've I saw seen kids playing, swimming, diving mm-hmm. off of like overpasses and stuff into lakes and rivers that have formed. Uh, please, don't, please don't. Please don't. Right, like that's that is. Uh, what is this? A mix of sewage. There's like gasoline there's trash juice up here in new york it's oh everything that was on the street and sidewalks is now floating just seeing like the layer of ooze that it all reduced down to at the end of my street like just this kind of gross slick like this was what was just in the water yeah you don't want to be in the water (laughs) no don't get in the water i mean some people had to go in the water that's that's the bummer thing is yeah get it just to survive, they had to deal with the water. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully, most most people got out without any infections. No, absolutely. That that is a good point to make, Tay. We are cautioning against recreational yes, uh, yes. use of floodwaters. Yes. Please, please do not. And you know, also like, hey, uh, society, maybe we should create a system where nobody has to go out in floodwaters. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Yeah. Well, what if? What if we didn't? Just casually accept moving into a period of unprecedented weather. Just so, so like, well, this is where we're at now. I guess there was nothing we could have done to stop this. There's nothing we can do to stop this further. <laughs> I really, I, I appreciated the, my university's attitude towards this. This flooding happened within an hour on Monday evening. 
and they were like, okay, well, we're going to cancel classes for the rest of the evening, but the rest of the week, we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> and then they were like, well, actually, no, if you were, go to class in either of these two buildings, you can't come back for the rest <laughs> of the week. We're not fine. Because they, they were damaged. Uh, they flooded. Also, um, it's that this was before we were getting rain that was as a result of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. This was just like a, its own thing. Yeah, this was the day before this we is, got the yeah. residual of Ida. So then Tuesday, they were like, actually, we're supposed to get the Ida rain today. So maybe like don't come, and then that came and it was actually totally fine. It just kind of sprinkled all day and it was t- it was fine. <laughs> I, we had we like set a new record in Central Park for rainfall like in an hour. It was like I don't know three inches or something. But I thought it was interesting. They were like, oh, when was that record previously established? It was like a week ago. Yeah, that's that's when we busted it before. But then we just did it just you know double the amount this week so we'll see where we're at next week i saw a great i saw a great uh turn of phrase for what what everybody like all the leaders politicians what everybody will do at this point um and it was actually in reference to the um completely horrific abortion ban that has been passed Mm -hmm. in texas and then allowed to stand by our supreme court uh they said that this is the point where susan collins dons the hot dog suit (laughs) In a reference to, I think you should leave with the guy in the hot dog suit uh-huh. comes, <laughs> who crashes the hot dog mobile into the store and then comes out and says, who could have done this? <laughs> and he's dressed as a hot dog. <laughs> this is this is the moment where all the politicians come out and go, who could have done this? I don't know. <laughs> we better find somebody who did. Who's responsible for ignoring all this? If only more people had saved their toilet flushes like you said, we would have we would have avoided this. That's right. Surely individual responsibility and not giant corporations. Who hasn't been clipping their pop can rings? <laughs> uh, That's what it is, right? I yep. don't know. We were really taught a lot of good stuff about the environment back in school, weren't we? That's yeah. all I remember from learning about the environment at school. in school. I just cut those now. Turn off the water when you brush your teeth. That will save yeah. the world. Don't worry mm-hmm. about the massive corporations producing massive amounts of pollution. Don't worry about that. No, no, no. It's up to you. Buy Turn a metal straw. Turn off the water when you brush your teeth uh-huh. and clip the rings that your uh, soda pop comes in. And when oh, it's brown, it flush pop. it down. But yeah. when it's yellow, let it melt. This is not a good policy if you live with roommates, <laughs> I would just like to say. Oh, God, no. That's this not is a good not. policy for anybody, actually. <laughs> I I live alone. I have more respect for myself than to follow that. <laughs> I do that. Yeah, yikes. Your kids, uh, your kids also yeah. tend to do that occasionally. Yeah, but they do uh, with anything. Yeah, they, they all leave it all to mellow. Yeah, they it all. <laughs> no it difference all to that. It all mellows in the McElroy house. <laughs> yikes! <laughs> it's awful. I tell you, it's awful. You, you did this. This. <laughs> you encouraged this. <laughs> it's my fault. This is why this is why Charlie's becoming what she calls herself an eco warrior. I am an eco warrior. That's why we compost. Mm-hmm. She she encouraged us to compost. Now we compost because of our eco warrior. I am I am grateful. I'm not saying that personal steps aren't awesome and good. It's just you know it's a bit of an uphill battle. <laughs> yes, no, you are correct. You are correct. Uh, what? <laughs> Speaking of being trapped in our flooded houses. Hey, uh, we're talking about Tangled. Yay. Um, she, she was not flooded, just no, trapped. Just trapped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how I haven't brought this sooner. Um, this is, I think, my favorite movie of all time. I was rewatching it, trying to think of anything I like more. And I can't think of anything I like more. Yeah. Um, 
And also, it centers around her birthday, a big birthday for her. It's her 18th birthday. And I just celebrated my 21st birthday. Hmm. So, this is my first podcast episode where I'm a legal adult. I made a noise as if I didn't know that. Mm, but that's your not... birthday. Oh, huh? you had a birthday, huh? Mm. <laughs> so, um, how does it feel to be an adult? It doesn't feel too much different. Um, the only thing that felt adult so far was having a not great experience at the DMV on my birthday. <laughs> that was, yeah, that felt very adult. I uh, went with all my documents. I was so ready. I got there as soon as they opened. I was like, yes, I'm going to get a real ID. I'm going to get a real one. Finally. It's not going to be like a little, here in West Virginia, we have vertical driver's licenses, but the horizontal IDs. Mm-hmm. I'm so ready. And I thought, they're going to give me a temporary one for a while while I wait for the new one. But that's okay, because the temporary one looks like a little ID. It's just, like, temporary. Mm-hmm. And it's not made out of the same plastic. It's just, like, thick cardstock. I give them all my documents. I've been there for two hours already, and I'm, I'm excited to get my little temporary one. And they hand me a full 8 by 11 sheet of paper <laughs> that has my temporary ID blown up on the top half. And I said, is this what I'm supposed to use as an ID? She said, yeah, just until the new one comes in. And I said, when will that be? She said, well, it's supposed to take 10 to 14 days, but recently it's been taking like 45 to 60. It's oh. like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just carry this whole piece of paper around in my, in my pocket. <laughs> just, just like a, just an eight, by, an eight and a half by 11 says, I'm legal. No yeah. worries. <laughs> it just like, it doesn't have anything official on it that makes it like look like a government document. Mm. It doesn't have like a barcode to scan. It doesn't have like a watermark. It, it looks like something I made. You wrote on a piece of paper, I can drink now, thanks. I am 21. Yeah. That's what someone tweeted at me, like a picture of like a, a dog holding a piece of paper written in crayon. It says like, I am 21 now. Like that's what, that's what it feels like. Well, you can just uh, carry that giant piece of paper around, delaminate it. Right. Yeah. Put it put it like on a lanyard around your neck with your vaccine uh-huh. card laminated and just like carry that around. Yeah. Show that to everyone everywhere I go. Like, look, I'm 21 and also vaccinated. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> well, just throw your birth certificate in there as like a second form of, of mm. identification, you know? Yeah. I would take voter registration, too. I have that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two pieces of mail. Uh, yeah, <laughs> two bills. <laughs> I did. I did overwhelm this poor, poor woman at the DV who was very nice uh, with so many documents. I said I didn't know how many I needed. So here's like tax forms, utility bills, my birth certificate, my voter registration card, my social security card. Here's all of this, and she was like, "I just need like these two things. The rest we have on file because you were here three years ago to get your 18 year old license." It's like, oh, sorry. I, I wanted, was prepared. I, I, I really considered, I wanted to use my um, ACLU membership card once when I went as a thing. And then I thought, this is just, one, they're not going to take this. And two, it's going to be a whole it's thing. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I live in West Virginia. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Well, it's like you either need like 50 things or a passport. Like, yeah. Passport counts as like all of them. Like, it's like passport with an ID. You're good. You don't have that. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You're bringing the wheelbarrow. Um, but yes, it was my birthday. It was also, we watched, we watched Tangled. So it was also Rapunzel's birthday, Mm -hmm. basically. What I'm saying is I think we have the same birthday. Oh, because you, because you watched it on the day that on my birthday. Right. So that's what I took from that. This is something that Cooper would believe. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We have very much the same thinking process, Cooper Uh and I, (laughs) um, I don't know. I don't know why this movie uh, I've always loved so much. It's just been like 
it came out in 2010, which it doesn't feel like it came out when I was 10 years old. I felt like I was much older than that. Um, but I guess I, I, I saw it as soon as it came out. And ever since, I just, I don't know. I watch it, it as a comfort movie. I it guess. feels right for you because I feel like if Taylor Swift was a Disney princess, <laughs> she would be Rapunzel entangled. Mm. I guess that's fair. I don't know why um, I feel that way, but it feels like the Taylor Swift of Disney movies. Yeah. I guess this also is just like the first Disney princess movie that came out in my consciousness. I can't think of one that came out when I would have been much older or mm-hmm. much younger. Um, and it was like one of the first that was not the stereotypical Disney princess that like had the prince come rescue her and everything there were the others along the way that kind of built up to that but this was like one of the first more Mm -hmm. modern disney princess movies it's definitely a good transition because while i will say like she's still 18 just 18 yeah and falls in love with literally the first human male she she ever ever meets meets. Mm -hmm. um but it's not all about that yeah i mean it is about that but it's not just right about that yeah, they did a lot of, uh, uh, I, I remember reading this, a uh, lot of movie around the, the marketing to try to make it less of like just romantic and then like appeal to like a wider audience. So mm-hmm. they called it Tangled and not like Rapunzel because they wanted it to yeah. appeal to like little boys and little girls. So and put an emphasis on like the action and adventure and stuff. Yeah, which it definitely has. I yeah. mean, there's definitely a lot more of that than there usually would have been in a in a Disney Sort of princess movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't mean to categorize them all like that, but that's kind of where they all get lumped, right? Even yeah. now, we think of them as all the the Disney princess things, right? Um, it's definitely less about that. And I, you know, what was hard for me is as an adult, it really hits the um, the parents lose their kid for like her almost her entire childhood. <laughs> oh, Sydney's tearing up now, <laughs> and that. I feel like they like it's very hard. Like they convey that in the movie very well. Like, yeah. Gosh, that would, I just can't even fathom. Yeah. I can't, it's just, it's heartbreak because like they get her back, of course, I'm not spoiling her, Tangled, hopefully you all it's know the story. It's been out for 11 years. Yeah. I was going to say, hopefully you know the story of Rapunzel, the fairy tale. Yeah. But like they get her back at the end, but like they miss her entire youth and it's just, it. oh, it's crushing. As yeah. a parent, I find it crushing. <laughs> and I, I hadn't, it's been a while since I'd seen this. I'd forgotten just how evil the uh mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the mother gothel mother gothel the, the, the yeah. way that she manipulates rapunzel is so cruel and i i don't think it's like even in a way that maybe i, I would have picked up on when i was younger i'm like oh this is like psychologically damaging yeah it is it is one of the you know when you think about all the different fairy tales that mm-hmm. they base disney princess movies on maybe that is why also rapunzel is a it's a little different because you have a baby being kidnapped. <laughs> That's your start. Great, off to a great start. You, you start with well, okay. No, first you start with the queen almost dying in childbirth. You're right. So then she gives birth to a baby with magical powers, who is then kidnapped. Yeah, it's starting and like so wicked you have, so far. We're starting like wicked. Well, There's and like you have grieving parents whose yeah. baby is gone, and then you have this evil, manipulative is she a witch like is she supposed to have powers of her own or is it just that she understands the baby has powers yeah i I guess right yeah evil manipulative person yeah who then kidnaps this baby and not only keeps her locked in a tower but convinces her that she's her mother 
and that this is what a parent's love looks like. It's a really horrific yeah. trauma yeah. tale, which a lot of fairy tales were. Yeah. Um, that's a lot that they had to deal with, I feel like, at Disney. Yeah. Um, I do think, though, it, it it benefits from pretty much all of the movie taking place while Rapunzel has escaped and is, like, experiencing mm-hmm. life. Yes. Because, like, you get the very beginning. Yes, she, she gets kidnapped and she's trapped. But then, like, very quickly after the movie starts, she gets out. Flynn encourages her to leave, helps mm-hmm. her get out. Um, uh, so I think I think that helps. Also, it just has some great music. Yes, I that the one song that I think everybody knows, the "When Will My Life Begin" song. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, that makes me feel very unproductive when um, I have a day to myself. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like especially during this quarantine. Like I think if I if if I had to put what I managed to do in a day into a song, it would just be kind of like. So I got out of bed. I eventually went back. <laughs> a sandwich at some point. <laughs> yeah, she does like eighteen things, and it's like lunchtime. That's true. Although she true. does, she does like style her own hair, which is something that a lot of us attempted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to varying degrees of success. So, so, can I ask, as a medical doctor, would hair, if you really let hair grow for eighteen years, un- uncut, untrimmed? Would it actually grow that long? Not as long as it is in the in the movie. I um, there are people like you can look in Guinness. Right, there, there are people who have let their hair grow that long. Yeah, and it's very long, but yeah. not not long, not that long. I always thought when I was younger that I could just let my hair keep growing, and eventually I'd get to that point. No, no, no. Um, it gets long. So not magical. It. Could, I think I've seen people who's like it. T- it brushes the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I've never seen anybody who it like trails behind them like that. Like, yeah. Not to say that's never happened in human history, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it also starts to get real. I mean, hers is in such great condition, which I have to assume it's so is healthy. The, well, there's also the magic, right? right. Like it's magic hair. Yeah. <laughs> I part. do. I do love that, though, because I feel like there are lots of princess movies where the the princess doesn't necessarily have like power Mm -hmm. it just relies on her either like a long time ago either being saved or like having to just i mean like in in beauty and the beast bell doesn't necessarily have like a power she's a woman who reads she's a woman who reads (laughs) the power of she's smart (laughs) she has books (laughs) women aren't supposed to read but like rapunzel has this like power that she holds over mother gothel that she doesn't understand the power of it until she's away from her and then realizes like, oh, wait, you need me and I can hold this back from you and mm-hmm. I can keep this from you. And this is mine. And also I can use it to help other people like when she uses it um, when they're about to drown and she uses it to like find their way out. But then also heal Flynn's hand. Yeah. I always like that. It's, you know, it's interesting. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to jump to the end of the movie too fast because there's a lot to talk about. But like, I do think that you know there was the series that followed it mm-hmm. so they made the movie tangled and then there's the the animated series yeah tangled and i have not watched a lot of it the kids of charlie either. has sort of watched a little yeah. of it have kind of watched at it but didn't never really got into it yeah um and i think it was also aimed at slightly older than charlie mm-hmm. so I, that might be part of it maybe we would get into it yeah. as she gets older but uh i know that one of the first things that happens i believe is she gets her hair back really and I, I always thought that was, yeah. Hmm. I think that's kind of important, though. 
Yeah. Because my one complaint with the way that they ta- tell this Rapunzel story is, is that, that it you, ends without her hair. Well, it ends with him cutting her hair. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. And it's still in a way he's saving her. Right. Yeah. I mean, like he, he is saving her from Mother Gothel because now she is no longer something that will be pursued. And he's saving her from having to be that. By also sacrificing himself, though, because she's going to she's trying to use her powers to save him because he's injured yes. and dying. So he does, in a way, think he's sacrificing himself. But also her tears are magic. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think in the in the is story, she just, all of her like like blood, tears, hair, all of its magic. Toenail clippings. Yeah. Pee. <laughs> oh. Okay, well I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just natural, just you know, body secretions. I I think the way that it's described because I believe we have the little golden book that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's supposed to be the last bits of magic draining from her. Mm. Okay. Like the way they describe it, it's like w- the last of the magic falls in her tears and like in theory, she is no longer magical now. Right. It's The boundaries of the magic are very unclear, I have to say, because it's a flower, but also it reverses aging, mm-hmm. but also it heals like any wound, and also it glows, but also it can't be activated unless you sing a very specific <laughs> song. <laughs> unless you're crying. Unless you're crying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They could have gone the Steven Universe route and just have him have her use her spit. Just lick things. You know how mm-hmm. he does with his healing? He just <laughs> licks his hand and rubs it on things. I think the hair and the tears are a little bit, a little <laughs> bit better. see if the last scene she's holding Flynn Rider and he's dying and face. she's sobbing. And then she like picks her hand up and licks her hand and then rubs it <laughs> on him. Healed. Like slightly less romantic moment there. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. It's visceral. <laughs> okay. Before <laughs> let's let's talk about nicer things <laughs> about this lovely Disney princess fairy tale. <laughs> let's check the group message. He and spit to the table so far. <laughs> You're in timeout. <laughs> I can't be in timeout because I gotta tell you about my pants. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love this time of the week uh, when I get to brag about my beta brand dress pant yoga pants um i have four years as soon as i became a professional and realized professionals have to wear pants and not just any pants but professional pants <laughs> that make you look like you know what you're doing you're in charge you got this um and so you got to wear dress pants mm-hmm. a lot of the time you know in in many different professions uh so you want to look nice but at the same time they weren't comfortable all the dress pants i used to wear i, I would hate them and by the end of the day they were wrinkly and maybe scuffed and also i just couldn't wait to take them off no more because of beta brand dress pant yoga pants they are incredibly comfortable uh, work wear that is made to be functional made to feel like you're wearing workout gear but you're not mm-hmm. you're wearing dress pants uh you they just they just feel like yoga pants they're made of wrinkle resistant stretch knit fabric they're perfect for long work days and they transition easily to if you're going uh to meetings after work if you're going to go hang out with your family if you're going to play with your kids if you're going out to dinner whatever um you can just wear these dress pants straight from work to whatever occasions you got going on. And it's great if you're working from home right now because you want to f- get in that mindset, getting, you know, the feel that you're at work 
um, but also be comfortable because you might be sitting in your living room or whatever. And Beta Brand Dress Paint Yoga Pants are perfect for this time. Mm-hmm. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Beta Brand Dress Paint Yoga Pants, what should they do? Well, right now, our listeners can get 25% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash buffering. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash buffering. Find out why people are ditching typical work pants for Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash buffering for 25% off. There's a very important musical number in this movie that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And you might think, oh... The, the wonderful romantic moment with all the lanterns or right. perhaps um, she sees the world for the first time. Mm-hmm. No, I want to talk about when she's in a bar yeah. <laughs> and she's singing with all these men about all their dreams because I have always loved that song and it wasn't until rewatching it that I realized it's because you have all these like gruff looking guys mm-hmm. they're in this bar. They're intimidating at first and typically it'd be like, oh, I'm a young woman i can't be here i'm this is not for me but instead she is there and is herself and they're all like actually i also have dreams let me tell you about them i want to collect little ceramic unicorns i want to play the piano it's a great song it's a great song yeah it's a good song she does you know this uh rapunzel has a little bit of like uh the manic pixie dream girl Mm. energy (laughs) in that sense like here, Flynn is just like, I just want to steal this crown, cash it in. I guess wherever you sell crowns on the black market. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've always wondered how that works. Yeah. <laughs> when you steal something that's like really obviously stolen and like belongs to somebody. How like, do you sell it? Who buys it? Yeah. I don't want to know the answer to that. Don't tell me. <laughs> I don't know. It's on the dark web. Don't tell me. <laughs> that, yes. Finn was going, Flynn was going to go to the dark web and yeah. sell this crown. <laughs> Uh, and all he wants is money but then this beautiful girl with magical hair enters his life dances on a table with a lizard Mm -hmm. chameleon frog chameleon okay (laughs) it's not a frog is it no pascal is a chameleon yeah i was gonna say he's a lizard right he's a a chameleon Um, (laughs) i call him a frog a few times okay i was gonna say did i totally miss that i I do like, though, that he does not and she does not immediately fall. They don't fall in love with each other as soon as they see each other. Sure. It's not like, oh, you've entered my life. Now I'm in love with you. It's almost like sort of like a a bickering, not mm. friendly relationship at first. He's kind of over her. He's just like, well, I'll do this so I can get the crown and get money. Which is a step forward, um, I will say, because in a lot of princess sort of stories, mm-hmm. the the guy, the prince although he's not a prince in this case but the guy sees her and is immediately like i gotta marry that girl because i looked at her face and i like it yeah (laughs) you know i like that face gonna marry her and that's it which it's like has always bothered uh, i think many people because it's like well i mean but you don't even know her her. what's her name it's like it's like i am attracted to that person i'd like to talk to them sure but you want to marry yeah already (laughs) you don't know anything about her um (laughs) She's yeah. she's 14 and she lives with a whole house full of these minors. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you want to marry it? <laughs> but anyway, but like it is a, a nice step forward, I think, yeah. in the progression of Disney movies that like here she is like she is very beautiful. But his 
instinct is, well, I'm just going to show her how cute I am, win her over so I can get this crown back and take off. And then she they, hits him over the head with a frying pan. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then they grow to like each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is true. Although I do think that Flynn is the dreamiest of the Disney men. The Disney princes. I, he mm. eventually, I guess, is a prince. At first, he's not. I'm trying to think if there's anybody. I mean, definitely than the old. Definitely dreamier, in my opinion. I agree with you than the old school. Like, I think Cinderella's prince is just named Prince Charming. I don't think he has another name. No. In um, the musical, he's Christopher. No waiter. Yeah. I think I would put Aladdin up against Flynn. No, that's fair. Aladdin is Aladdin is pretty cute. That's fair. Um, yeah, I I mean they these they definitely both beat out. Like if we look at our old school princes, yeah. C- Cinderellas or Snow Whites or um, Ariels, Ariels, of course, Prince Derek even Prince Derek. <laughs> that's what Cooper calls him, Prince Derek. <laughs> I always enjoyed that. Um, I don't know. You don't think. Prince Derek's kind of dreamy. He's just like a, like, in my opinion, he still falls in that category of like, I don't know, old white Disney princes that all are pretty bland looking white guys. He was a little less bland looking. I guess a little. He would have that piece of hair that would fall on his face sometimes. (sighs) Well, I'm just saying. He had a piece of hair that fell on his face. He wasn't perfect. That's a personality right there. They built on that though, because like that's definitely the direction they went with Aladdin and with Flynn Rider was that's fair. a little tousled, a little more gruff. A little messy hair. Yeah. A little messy. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That was that was definitely the direction that they're slowly moving. Now what about the beast? Where do you throw him in there? How dreamy. Not the prince. The beast. <laughs> Feels like a whole other category. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think he is, I, I'm sorry to say, I think he's dreamier than Kristoff. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. I do. No. It, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, when we're getting into just like physical appearance, like that's a very subjective thing. Everybody's got their sure. type, right? Sure. Everybody's got their thing. But like Kristoff has these moments in the script that are written in there for him to be like, I support you and I love you and I am just here to help however I can. It's true. And I don't need to save you because you've got this. I'm just here to help out if you need me. And then he has that whole line where he says, my love is not fragile. Christoph had the advantage of being written in like that second movie in like 2018. That's true. (laughs) Flynn Rider was written in 2010. (laughs) This is true. I just, uh, Christoph. I... I defend Tangled a lot because people say Tangled was great and it was the best Disney princess movie until Frozen and then Frozen was better because like they're in the same style, right? Mm -hmm. They're both in this like more modern era of Disney princess movies. I guess this was before Moana that the Mm -hmm. first Frozen came out. So this was when like these two were like the most recent ones. Um, But something about tangled has always been more appealing to me than frozen i know frozen has like the sibling love and it has less of the like there's no prince saving anyone or man saving anyone at any point Mm -hmm. um and like the dreamy looking prince guy is actually the bad guy which i do appreciate but i don't know i just and uh, to be fair the critics 
agree with me. Tangled? Critics agree. Tangled has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. The original Frozen has a 67. Well, I don't... Are we going with Rotten Tomatoes as our... our (laughs) So, that's what I use to determine whether or not I'm going to watch a Netflix movie. Now, I I will throw out... And I don't know, because I don't want to get too much on Frozen. I have have two small children. I have seen Frozen and Frozen 2 so many times. I also have. That they... They're like ingrained in my psyche now. Yeah. So I don't want to go off too much on that tangent. I will say, I wonder if that was not influenced by the fact that when Frozen came out, all those, I mean, hate-filled idiots were like, this movie's secretly about being gay, and so well, we hate yeah. it, and our kids shouldn't see it. Well, and, that's fair. As you say, they, you know, when you, Rotten Tomatoes gets a lot of that, like, you know. You that's get true. People that are, oh, this is an SJW movie, I hate it. It's like, no, it's just cat that's true. sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Elsa is obviously not straight, come on, but still. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it has too much of an agenda. It's still a Disney movie. <laughs> Yeah, they try. They tried with the second one to have more of a message there. Anyway, I'm again. Yeah. I'm not going to belabor with Frozen. Yeah. I have lot. I have so many thoughts and opinions on Frozen now. <laughs> this is what happens though when your kids make you watch a movie like mm-hmm. fifty times. Is eventually you start becoming like a scholar of it. Like, well, I've written an essay where I discuss. <laughs> I did write an essay in an English class on Frozen too. Oh, really? I did a whole analytical theoretical essay on Frozen. Was it about too. how they tried to address like colonialism? It was and... a it was a post colonial analysis of Frozen oh, Two. Yeah, <laughs> I did write that about well, two years ago when it came about. out. Yeah. I mean, it is about yeah. that. Uh, that is what I wrote. Hmm. It's really beautiful. I, I I I agree though. I would say that like I love them uh, again. I've seen it so many times. I love the music in Frozen and Frozen Two, and I know all the songs because my kids listen to them all the time. The songs in Tangled really are great. Yeah, um, there aren't as many. And it's Mandy Moore, right? It's Mandy yeah. Moore. She's Mandy precious. Moore. Yeah, um, which I feel like was in there for all the maybe like 90s mm-hmm. kids that then were old enough to maybe start having children. It's like, here, Disney Princess is for you. It's Mandy Moore. <laughs> There's also, I, I don't know, like, if it was just maybe, maybe she just has such distinctive acting patterns, but there is a lot about the way they animate Rapunzel that reminds me of Kristen Stewart, and I can't stop seeing it. Like with the way like she kind of fidgets with her hair and like does the lip bite and like it's just and something about like the shape of her face. I'm like, maybe I just I don't think it was planned, but she has this animation that's it's kind of like it's kind of like case too. Huh. Uh, well, and I mean, I can see Tay, you being such a twihard. I can see right. where like, oh, oh, you okay. know, you would immediately <laughs> immediately think of Kristen Stewart. Right. I'm joking. Uh, no, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Um, it doesn't have... Maybe this is... Okay. Maybe this is why I like Tangled more than I think about it. Obviously, I'm a big musical fan. Obviously. Tangled doesn't have as much music, though. Mm. There aren't as many breaks mm-hmm. in the story for it to be like, now we're going to do a musical number. To me, every song in Tangled is there, and it has like a purpose in advancing the story or like make sense in the moment. Like mm-hmm. at the very beginning she sings that song like okay, we're setting up. Here's our introduction to her life. It's a little sad, but also she's still like happy and positive. And then the I have a dream song. You have all these complex characters in there, but also it's about her. And then the duet they sing. Mm-hmm. Um there's also Mother Knows Best, which again is like showcasing Mother it, Gothel. It's a, it's a great a good song. song. It's a great song. It's a great villain song. Yeah. 
um, I believe one of the best villain songs. But then the the duet they sing, like every song feels like it's up there with Ursula. We're no, not, no, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. But it it feels like we're not just like throwing in songs because kids love musicals and kids mm-hmm. love Disney princess songs. It feels like these are all here for a reason, not mm-hmm. because we want a great soundtrack. I enjoy more of like the the acting moments in Disney princess movies instead of just stopping to sing. That was mm-hmm. the only problem I had with Frozen 2 was like Elsa now has Into the Unknown and um, Show Yourself, which both are wonderful songs. Show Yourself makes me sob. Show every Yourself time. makes me sob every too. Time. <laughs> but there are so many moments in both of those movies where it's like, okay, now we're going to listen to Idina Menzel sing for three and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, to your point, that, that is fair. Although the Kristoff one is very intentional. Yes. Well, that's because it was Jonathan Kropp. No. Well, but also like that's supposed to be like you know '80s power ballad. Like yeah. this guy in love. Why is he stopping to sing about it? Uh, anyway, that's true. That's true. It's so good. Um, the uh, the uh, lantern scene. Oh man, that <laughs> is the most beautiful scene I think I've ever seen in like any movie. Yeah. It is. It is really beautiful, and I think I think it works on two levels because like obviously there's the romance. Mm-hmm. There's the two of them in the boat. They're real. They've spent the whole day together and. I guess that's when they've started to fall in love with each other. Yeah. Anyway, like the, so that's all nice, but like all those lanterns that she's wanted to see her whole life that she's looking at are for oh, her because she's the lost princess and her parents are on the other end of that sending up. up and it's, I think that's that part to yeah. me is so beautiful. Yeah. What is, it's so sad when you see them light the first one and then she's surrounded mm-hmm. by all of them. But I, I mean the, the, like the consistent color palette and like the visuals in this movie are really they're really dreamy. <laughs> it's just yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh man, our our mom tried to um, <laughs> replicate those lanterns. Uh, oh, this was a few no. years ago. Yes. What like probably two years ago? Uh, um, three years ago, maybe three, three yeah. years ago. Yeah. Our mom bought a bunch of those lanterns that you light inside and set up the into paper the air, ones. The paper ones uh, for us to take to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. It was one of those things where mom told me she did it, and I didn't really think about it until it, we were there. Until we were there, and like we're standing like on the little wooden walkout thing to get to the beach, and like we're carrying these things, and the wind was just—I mean, it was really windy, super windy. It's a beach because it's a beach, yeah. and I'm standing there, and like it, with the wind just pounding us, and I'm holding this paper that's shaking in my hand. And I'm thinking, like, boy, these are going to be hard to get lit with this wind. And then I'm thinking, <laughs> this wind, where are these going to go? They're like, you're right having that moment where you're, like, holding it up and looking to see, like, where is this? Well, there's a house over there. Well, there's a bunch of, like, there's the dunes. And they're all, you know, grassy and bushy and all that. So, like, this doesn't seem good. So that's the moment where we all start Googling, like, are you allowed to do this? The answer is <laughs> you're not. No. Yeah. no. Most places. Outlaw. <laughs> For a good reason, because you're just firebombing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we did not. We did not do them. We did not do it. Yeah, they no. didn't really clarify what happened to all those lanterns. Where they settle? Like, is there just a village that's just constantly bombarded, like in the distance? <laughs> oh no, it's that night, that one night of the year. <laughs> the fire there, there rains down from above. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight's the night of the fire, children. <laughs> Stay in the bunker. That's, Go that's the sequel. Is we, we meet the princess from that village. <laughs> yeah. 
They fight. She's like this super cool, like warrior princess who has to defend her village yeah. <laughs> from the flames that, that fall from the sky once One a year. The sky rains fire. <laughs> yeah, don't do those. No. Um, there, no. it's fire, and you're putting it up into the air, and it goes somewhere. So don't. But man, that don't scene with that. all of them is so beautiful. But also, that's her dream. Like she says from the beginning, it's not about like she doesn't want to find love. It's mm-hmm. not even that she wants to like leave the tower forever she doesn't even say that at the beginning because she's still like i'll come back i just really want to see those lanterns um and that's what she gets to do and she finds her mommy and daddy for her that's the best part she gets back with her mommy and daddy um and i gotta say i do like the brown pixie cut at Mm -hmm. the end i i like it yeah i don't have a problem i I, yeah (laughs) i at the uh, this was when i had brown hair when this movie came out and I was watching it and I was like oh I don't have a problem with her getting the haircut I like the what it represents I wish in the narrative she had done it she was the one to do it yeah yeah I know what you mean there's just still that moment of like the 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 visual of it I think it's also like that sort of like cultural association we have with like because of the biblical story of like cutting your hair losing Mm -hmm. your power I I still think like and I mean obviously there's an allusion there to that like her hair is cut she loses her power but it should be her decision mm-hmm. but i get it i mean it makes sense i'm not yeah. i'm not saying they should you know that is the one thing and i do think that they sort of fix that in that follow-up i guess if she gets her hair back yeah she I, gets I, her I hair back the and they like for some reason they're not getting married right away they're kind of like delaying that and then she's like going on adventures with her her like handmaiden mm-hmm. is also like the head of the security like, is also like the chief knight or head of all the guards or something interesting okay. and like so it's like she's a super powerful female character yeah. on the show who like helps her get dressed but also can like fight and kick mm-hmm. and jump and stuff and the there two is- of them go on adventures to like help defend the kingdom and do cool yeah. things and i think flynn's there too and like he Probably. does his thing but like it it seems like they're shifting it to like Rapunzel's cool and can do stuff, and here's this yeah. other cool chick who can do stuff and let, watch them go do stuff together. Now there is a short that came after the movie, many years after, where they do get married, but it starts with them saying that Flynn was asking Rapunzel to marry him, like many many yeah. times. She mm. kept saying no, so there is that. Then they do get married, but well, yeah. that's fine. I mean, you can get married. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I do want to point out the last thing that I didn't realize until recently-ish. When you're... At last I see the light is maybe one of my favorite songs of all time. Mm Because it's a beautiful duet. But also, when you listen to the lyrics, Rapunzel is not singing about falling in love. She's not singing about seeing Flynn. She's not singing about, like, oh, now I'm in love with him. She's singing about, like, oh... I only saw the world through this window and I was stuck in my tower. There's so much more here. I don't want to be there anymore. This is where I want to be. Like, I want to be in the world and explore and adventure. I don't want to be stuck there anymore. Flynn is singing about being in love with Rapunzel. But that is not what she is singing about. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, like, yes, they're singing together. And, yes, she is falling in love with him. But her seeing the light is not like, oh, I see the love now. It's like, oh, no, wait, there's life out here. It's not all dangerous. It's not all scary. Like, there is yeah, good. I I just I appreciate that I enjoy that. It's a it's a beautiful scene. It it's is a beautiful song. It is. 
It's a good movie. It, it holds up. I yeah. enjoy watching it. And of course, I mean, Mother Gothel dies <laughs> dies at the end. Uh, uh, so. Super dies. <laughs> like super dies. Uh, that's true. I say this movie has a little bit more violence than I think your average like Disney princess movie because there's there's visual there's blood yeah. like there's Lynn blood gets stabbed mm-hmm. and he's bleeding and then Mother Gothel maybe she turns yeah, to dust. Yeah, I think she's completely dust before she smacks into the ground below the tower but you can't it's not completely clear so it's a little bit of a thud and i'm like oh oh yep (laughs) it's pretty horrific that is true yeah that is true which definitely i would say like i don't know the more modern disney movies like since then i don't feel like there's a lot of death (laughs) i'm trying to think like i mean frozen starts with their parents dying that's standard. That's all the fairy tales. Yeah, you got to get the parents out of the way. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you end up in a tangled situation where you're worried about the parents the whole time. Sure. I mean, if you're me, you're watching it thinking about how sad the parents are the entire time. <laughs> you know, there is a theory that um, they're all that, that Anna and Elsa and Rapunzel are related. Well, that's because Rapunzel comes to Coronation Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's in Frozen at Coronation Day. And mm-hmm. I guess the... One of the parents of Anna and Elsa, maybe the mom, is drawn and looks almost identical to Rapunzel's mom. I guess they they are they both North venture Umbra? that they're sisters. I don't know. Well, they've got to be because she, she was from it's that true. whatever the indigenous maybe it's the population is there. Yeah, the North Umbra. Um, but yeah, that's that's what the also it takes place in a kingdom called Corona, so that's not great yeah. for the modern viewing. But it was it was ten years before they didn't know, oh, or did it? I don't know. She, or did she's it? Locked oh. in a tower. Oh, and can't go outside, and it's coronas all around her. Mm. Mm. Did you think about all that? I did not think about all that. Have, did Disney know? If we cut our hair, will this end? Will it go away? <laughs> no, because I think oh. at this point we all have cut our hair. That's true. Yeah. We have. We tried it all. We cut our hair. We baked some bread. We all got hobbies. We painted. We painted all of our walls. We yeah. painted the walls. We read books. I didn't do candle making, but I gardened. Did you befriend a small chameleon? <laughs> oh, I love Pascal so much. Um, what a good Disney sidekick. Right. I, well, I mean, we have some lizards in our garage that I talk to. But do they change colors? No, they're just no. lizards. Exactly. I, they have blue stripes on them. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. There's that. There's a weird subplot with the very dedicated horse in Tangled. <laughs> that is the one thing that threw Max. me. Max. I, I completely <laughs> forgot. I'm like, oh, there's just this horse that like wants <laughs> to kill Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> it is a murderous horse. <laughs> like, there are but he loves Rapunzel. Other, well, there are lots of other villains happening around, but like we got to throw in this this just this horse. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's true. That's true. That he is a murderous horse. <laughs> no, I don't think he, this is not a vigilante horse. This horse wants to follow the law. He wants to bring Flynn in and have him stand trial for his crimes. Yeah, that's all he wants. Law and order He's just horse. L- law and order every time. This horse. <laughs> Although, doesn't the horse have a sword at one point? Yeah, the, does the, the horse, horse have a sword? Yeah. Th- yes, they they sword fight. Well, <laughs> yeah, Flynn, oh, that's right. Flynn has the pan at that point. But yes, yeah. <laughs> So, so maybe it is a murderous horse. He's either murder. I I still would attest that he just is trying to arrest him and take him in 
like he's instructed mm-hmm. to do i guess well, that, do they tell the horse i don't know i mean because that's <laughs> by the end of it when they're doing the little wrap-up like the voiceover the horse is now i guess the head of the the guards is the yep. horse now the yep. guards work for the horse sure cool. sure <laughs> it's fine that's where we're headed put the heart that's what we have to do put the horses in charge uh, put the horses in charge no. put the horses in charge they're and just, it will end they're gonna take back their ivermectin and, and leave oh uh, Oh. oh, and the ivermectin and the oh. horse. This is all connected. <laughs> Guys, we are getting to the root of this now. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't even want to know if it's all connected now. It's like, I just don't care. It's fine. Just make it end. I, I'm putting, I'm going to go draw a chart on the wall with some red yarn and I'll get back to you. You can borrow my conspiracy board okay. and my red yarn. Um. Well, thank you. Thank Riley. you all. <laughs> it was it was nice to revisit this movie. I hadn't seen it in a while, and it always brings me comfort. Thank you all for watching it with oh, me. Anytime. The girls always love to watch it too. That's true. Um, What's next? Uh, and and let me say, by the way, in order to end the pandemic, please don't cut your hair or put the horses in charge. Get your vaccines and wear masks. Yes. Try that first. Let's do that. <laughs> then then cut your hair and put the horses yeah, in charge. We'll, we'll you can do that too. That other stuff. Yeah. Don't ever take horse medicine. No, unless you are a horse. <laughs> and if you are a horse that listens to our podcast, what's up, horse? Hey, hey what's up, bud? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, next time, uh, what was I going to make you all do? You don't remember? Have I already? F- oh, uh, yes. Next <laughs> <Okay>. time, <laughs> I had decided and then I forgot. Uh, I want to talk about Shel Silverstein. All right. An important important poet and author from our youth yes and that i that i think many people are passing along to the youth of today including you yes so all right right. well thank you uh thank you to maximum fun um you should go to maximumfun.org and check out all the podcasts you can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org and you can tweet at us at still buff and thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. Do you think there are horses that sing in the podcast? So at least one. Just one. One horse. (laughs) Please. I'm Jesse Thorne. This week on Bullseye, David Byrne on the Talking Heads easing back into live performance and the magic of doo-wop. You don't get it very much, people doing dip 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 whoa whoa You don't get a lot of that. (laughs) Listen to Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.